baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. In the outfield right now, if we were to play tomorrow, it'd likely be Newt, Tommy Edmond, and Walker. And so, you know, our fourth outfielder would be Dylan Carlson. But obviously, we can, we're going to go into camp. We're going to see what that looks like. Tyler O'Neill is somebody that, that we are listening to on trades. Getting a lot of hits on our outfielders. And, you know, we're just going to see where that, what that does for us. But, you know, overall, we like our everyday club. So we're not really in a market to try to do much there other than see what we might be able to get for some, one of those players. That is president of baseball operations, John Mozalock of the St. Louis Cardinals on MLB Network Radio, talking about potential uh, trade candidates, the guys they might be uh, letting go to other teams. We'll see what happens. The winter meetings are ongoing beginning today in Nashville, and KMOX has them covered, baby. We've got Mike Claiborne there. We have Matt Pauley a host of Sports Open Line, who joins us now on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good afternoon, Matt. Hello. So you heard Mo there talking about mm-hmm. the possible. You don't really hear, honestly, you don't really hear general managers, uh, team presidents say, yeah, we're listening for offers on this guy. It doesn't happen very often. So for him to be upfront about that, I found to be intriguing. Yeah, I, you know, of all the uh, baseball decision makers out there, I don't think uh, Mo gets the credit he deserves for really the candor that he shows and, and the things he says. There's a, uh, I I spent a lot of time covering other uh, GMs and other baseball decision makers, and they were very good at saying a whole lot of nothing. And sometimes Mo gets himself into a little bit of trouble with what he says. But I did find that to be interesting. Like just about everybody, that's not a hot take. The, you look at social media today, a lot of people taking note of the fact that uh, a guy who generally doesn't name specific individuals as being players that basically the team wants to trade, he named Tyler O'Neill today. So that is a uh, that is a notable development. And you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it in the negative that, you know, when you when you throw that out there, maybe you lose a little bit of leverage because uh, other teams know you want to move them. Or the other side of it is maybe that helps get things going just a little bit. Whatever it is, uh, I think it's becoming more and more clear that Tyler O'Neill does not have a place on the uh, 2024 Cardinals. Um, right. My first thought would be in the the gamesmanship of trading and making moves it would make other teams question okay why are they so intent on moving him and maybe they you know get this is just the nature of the business do you can you think of a time or a player where like oh yeah this is how player a was moved and it worked out fine for this team uh i don't understand totally what you're saying like when was the last Sorry. time a gm has done this with a a major player, a player that you remember? Oh, um, I mean, didn't come. I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of any in baseball. I, I can think of it in football when uh, when Peyton Manning was signed by the Broncos. They're like, yeah, we're gonna have to move on from Tim Tebow. 
that happened. Uh, I mean, it just it doesn't happen that often. I'm sure. I'm sure there's other examples. There's probably people yelling at the radio right now to call me an idiot because I can't remember. But yeah, just it's just something that does not happen uh, very often where an executive is going to be like, yeah, we're looking to move this guy. Yeah, even if even if it's a guy that everybody knows is going to get dealt. There rarely is that kind of, as you use the word, candor. That doesn't happen very often. So I found it to be fascinating they're trying to do that. How much does it hurt them? Um, I I think people would say, well, don't show all your cards here because then you're not going to get as much back in return. I don't think that matters here. Well, okay, so here's the fascinating thing about this. Why tender them in the first place? Because if you don't work out a deal, you're on the hook for dollars And... Well, the the return for Tyler O'Neill is not going to be great. It's going to be uh, maybe a prospect, maybe a middle of the road relief pitcher. I, this is the the I, I feel like the and, and you can't go back and change history now. But the Cardinals had to know if you're going to tender him, you are on the line for the the ten to eleven million dollars that he's probably going to make this upcoming season uh, after he goes through the arbitration process. You have to know that. He is a player that is coveted enough across baseball that not only are you going to be able to get another team to pick up that entire salary, but that you're going to be able to get something back for him that was worth something. Yeah, it'll be really fascinating to see what they do there. You also tweeted about, um, well, it was a retweet of Ken Rosenthal who was discussing what happened. I feel like that's so dismissive. I used to tweet, actually, it was just a retweet. (laughs) You know what, Matt Pauly is trying to get into a fight. No, he's. I, I think Matt makes an, a valid point there, a valid observation. I mean, Amy, you can't really talk on this either. You're the one who last year was like, well, Derek Gould is saying this and that when I'm tweeting out the same stuff. So, I mean, neither of you guys have a great social media track record here when it comes to me. Whoa, whoa, well, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. You don't hold jud- hey. grudges. Hey, sorry, Mr. Retweet. So how about this then? Derek uh, I believe Gould, it's called a listening? repost now. It's a, oh, well, you call it whatever you want. <laughs> the um, so the, the the Braves and Mariners trade uh, Jared Kelnick getting traded to the Braves and uh, Rosenthal is is suggesting that they won't hang on to Marco Gonzalez, former uh, former Cardinal. Would they have any interest in bringing him back? Do you think? Uh, I don't I don't know how he fits. That that would be my first thing. You know the um, it, it's kind of interesting when you consider. It was O'Neill and Gonzalez who got traded for each other initially, and now yeah. the Cardinals are trying to get rid of Tyler O'Neill, and Marco Gonzalez is going to be on the block uh, from the Braves. Uh, I, I guess it would depend on how much salary you're picking up and how much you would have to give for him, but I, I don't think Marco Gonzalez has a clear fit on the Cardinals right now unless they want to bring him in as somebody to yeah John uh, Mo did say to Tom Ackerman yesterday that they're looking for a one of their biggest uh, desires right now is a swing player a guy who can come in and compete for a rotation spot but if it doesn't go well they can they can go into the bullpen as well I don't know what Marco Gonzalez how he feels about his future and where he's going to be moving forward but if he would be you know coming off an injury and everything if he'd be comfortable with that maybe if you squint hard enough you can see that as a role for him. All right. Outside of Mo and the discussion, the comments we just had, what else is going on at the winter meetings? What's the buzz that you're picking up on? Not a lot. It's pretty quiet right now. And that that's pretty common for the first day. A lot of talk about Shohei Otani. I think people are wondering whether or not uh, a deal for him might get done before the end of the winter meetings. My 
inclination on that is probably not, but not impossible. You know, last year it felt exactly the same on the first day or so of the winter meetings. Nothing was really going on, and then all of a sudden stuff really started to pick up, and we had shortstop signing and judge signing and all that stuff. So uh, it's it's quiet here on the first day. I think this is uh, the way things work now is baseball general managers and president of baseball operations they're in their hotel rooms and they're having conversations. You don't see them out and about uh, in the lobby and things like that all too much unless they're going to go do a national TV appearance or a national radio appearance like Mo did earlier today. We'll talk with uh, Mo and his suite uh, later on this evening. He generally meets with the local media on a nightly basis here at the winter meetings. Uh, but yeah, just not not a lot that you really pick up on at this point except for people talking about where Shohei Otani is going to end up. Oh yeah, that's uh, a big one. I, there are at least two people interested in that, I would think. Um, you think it's Dodgers most likely? I know the Cubs have yeah. been in there and some other teams as well. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people kind of talk about Toronto recently because they would, you know, they're sort of a, you know, they're they're the only team in this in you know Canada, and maybe they they you know from a financial standpoint, he would be able to impact them as much as uh, anywhere. It'd be more of a business type thing than a baseball decision. Uh, but, yeah, I, I still think the Dodgers are the clear leaders in the clubhouse for uh, for Otani. Uh, lastly, over the weekend, and this is more of a, a Cardinals thing, back to the, to them, uh, Josh Hader is uh, available in terms of a deal. I don't know how likely he is to end up with the Cardinals. It seems unlikely. But Mark Feinsand, over the weekend, was writing about Hader, and within that note, he mentioned a bunch of other relievers that are getting a trade interest. And uh, Jordan Hicks was among that. Do you see the Cardinals potentially going that direction and and, uh, moving him somewhere else? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. There was there was interest in Hicks, uh, you know, re-signing him before he ended up getting moved, and uh, I don't think a um, I don't think the two sides coming back together is out of the realm of possibility. I did find I found it really interesting that uh, when when Moselak was talking with Tom Ackerman yesterday, he specifically said that the team felt pretty comfortable with yeah. where they're at in terms of the bullpen handling the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. Now that's that's not an area that I'm comfortable. I, yeah, I would don't you like think they to, missed him a little yeah, bit? Yeah, they, they they did in a big way, and. Yeah, I don't think you can rely on JoJo Romero being the exact same guy that he was in the final month of the season. Uh, you can trust Ryan Helsley to be who he is, but at the same time, he does get injured on occasion, and he does he's not always available. He doesn't pitch back-to-back all that often, and, and he's certainly not going to pitch back-to-back-to-back. So I think the Cardinals do need more coverage on the back end of the bullpen. So if there's a chance to uh, reunite with uh, with Hicks, I, I would be all in on that. I would like to see the Cardinals. Uh, bring in at least two relief pitchers that you feel comfortable in leverage situations. It's it's such a lot of work. It still feels like needs to be den- done. I mean, they got the three starters. I could see them getting another one potentially, um, but the bullpen as well. I mean, there's a there's a lot there that needs to be worked on. And so hopefully stuff happens this week, Matt. You will be there. 
um, for the next few days. We will be relying on you heavily, especially if something breaks. You'll be jumping on with us. Uh, you're there. Mike Claiborne is there. Do us a favor. We okay. understand that when there are so many people in one location, like is happening right now, you tend to get into fights. Mm-hmm. So please, please, Matt, do not pick a fight with anybody. I don't plan on it. I, you know, doing that at the baseball winter meetings would probably be a really easy way for me to just end my career right there. Yeah, I thought about that. Going to pick a fight, but you yeah. know what though, it could put you on the map too. That's not the that's not the map that I want to be on. <laughs> it works for some people. Yeah, not me. Okay. Hey, did you um? I do follow you on Twitter. Did you get your car fixed? Because it looks like you broke down last week. I did not. Okay. So, yeah, it broke down. At, I went to pick up my daughter from school, and in the two minutes from me getting out of the car and going to the front door of the, the church slash school to get her and coming back to the car, the car just stopped going. Mm. Um, and they uh, they told me it was the starter and some wiring, and they fixed that, and mm. they're like, yeah, it's still uh, nothing's happening. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So, I would I would think— my, Sorry, I just want to say, if, if a mechanic told me, uh, you know why your car won't start, the, um, the starter's broken, I would think that they were messing with me. Like, they were trying to make fun of me. Well, I know that the starter is a thing. Let me ask you, <laughs> it is a thing, I know I that. Know, but doesn't yes. it sound like not what, a thing? Matt, just yes. from your opinion, what would be more important, that the Cardinals get another starter or you do? <laughs> That's 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 good. So that's like really you have good. to pick. You have to pick. Uh, Cardinals because I'm already like I've uh-huh. accepted the fact that there's a pretty good chance that I have driven my yeah. car for well, a lot. And time. also your And starters, also you don't want to upset the Cardinals fans. Your starter yeah. is not going to cost 150 million dollars. I'm already six hundred dollars into Oof. the repairs that they've done, and they don't know what's wrong with it. At some point, the cost to repair it is going to be more than the value of my uh, <laughs> wonderful '06 Jeep Wrangler. Matt, I'll tell you what. Just give me a call. I'll drive you to work. Yeah. Okay. Because his starter works, but his hubcaps fall off. Yeah, my hubcaps fall off. That's a problem. Matt Pauley. We will yes. check if, if anything the car, breaks. The carless, Matt Paul. Thank goodness that we're at the winter meetings this week because uh, I would not have. I don't know how I'd be getting to work if Can't. not for. Uh, but I was able to get to Nashville. Can't walk. spell Cardinals without car. Okay, Very good. Bye, Matt Pauly. We'll be checking in with you if something happens. We know you're going to be all over it. Thank you. Oh, oh sounds good. Thanks, guys. Matt Pauly, host of Sports Open Line. Oh, damn. Should I ask? Is there a Sports Open Line tonight? Yeah, he's probably gone. Talking to me? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you have yeah. a hey. sports open line tonight? What's going on? It's like the end of the Ferris Bueller movie. Why are you guys still here? Go home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. Yes, uh, we we have a one-hour show tonight, 6 to 7, leading into Monday Night Football. Let's and go. I have, you, don't ask me who's played on Monday Night Football because I have – oh, it's Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Okay, I had no clue until I just looked that up. Okay, okay. so it's No clue whatsoever. Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Cincinnati and Jacksonville. That's it. Goodbye, Matt. Goodbye. Is this for real now? Yeah, go, go yeah. away. Go away. Go on. Okay, all right. See you. See, that is, um, that is some, like, grade A top-level pandering where – Obviously, he would rather have a starter for his car, but he said, I want the Cardinals to get a starter more. No, no. He's pandering, but I, I appreciate could, no. it. He's I, making Cardinals fans feel like there's nothing more important to him I believe than him. Cardinals baseball and them that team getting better and the rotation improving. Do you know how miserable and crabby 
everyone in the city would be if the Cardinals didn't get a starter, but Matt Pauley got a starter for his car. It would be terrible. Yeah, so he's pandering. He's not pandering. He's yes, making he the right decision. I wouldn't be pandering. I don't pander, but I would say the Cardinals need a starter more than my Subaru does. And my Subaru Dude, is loud. It is. I don't know what a starter does. Probably start, start the, car, the car. But I know this. Whatever's going on with your car, it sounds like a diesel. You need to what fix if that. I, I wonder if I have a diesel and I don't know it. And that's why it's so loud because I keep putting the wrong gas in it. It's oh loud. Oh, my God. And it's getting loud. It wakes the neighbors up when I leave for work. <laughs> well, there goes that truck again. Oh, wait, it's a Subaru? Yeah. That's Amy Marks, Coors. She's loud. Like, everything about you is loud. Well, just you listen, eat guys. loud. You drive loud. You talk loud. Three, you laugh loud. One four four three six seventy nine hundred. If you know why a Subaru okay. Outback would be so loud. This is like. For years, though. It's not a new thing. This is like when you ask a very specific question (laughs) of a doctor we have on. You go, Doc, let me ask you this question. Let's Um, say you're a vaccine. Let's let's say say you're you're a a 40-year-old runner and you run 90 miles a week. And and you have uh, a workout on Saturday. Should you get the the... vaccine on Wednesday? (laughs) Even my mom would text me and be like, is this your doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Talking to an audience of one. Telehealth, baby. That's Amy Marks Coors. I'm Chris Ranji on KMOX. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.